How do you size into a trade without taking any more risk? That is the subject of today's episode. Welcome back to the Making of a Trader podcast. My name is Alan Stenson and this is episode 54. Welcome back, guys. Right, I wanted to jump on today because uh, there's an important uh, lesson to get your head around when it comes to um, asking yourself why you're getting into a trade, where you're getting into it. And it basically all, uh, pretty much all, uh, boils down to the risk that you're taking on that particular trade. So as you probably know, if you've been following me for a while, a while now, you are looking for those setups that are giving you the best possibilities, the best opportunity to uh, to get in and get out and take some relatively stress-free uh, profits where you can see that the, 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 the plan is in place, that the pattern is there, that it fits your all your selection process um, and it's giving you every reason to get in and no reasons to, to not get in. So when you're then looking for that entry point, you're looking at how much risk am I taking versus uh, how much reward I may get out of this, um, what am I comfortable with, um, if I'm getting in here, you know, where is my uh, risk line? Therefore, how much could I um, lose if this um, doesn't hold my trading plan and therefore I need to get out? So all these things need to be decided before you actually get into the trade. So let me give you an example. For this example, I'm going to use um, shorting a stock. I'm going to assume that we want to take a thousand shares uh, and I'm going to talk through how and where you might uh, get in, what the sort of various scenarios uh, would be, and how to actually scale into that uh, trade without actually upping your risk level. So, in this example, we're lo- we're looking to short a stock, and we've already predetermined that the level that we're looking at, or the levels that we're looking at, are six and six fifty. So, say for instance, this stock is pushing up. And it's giving you all the, 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 you know, the indications that you want to see. It's giving you the right kind of pricing action. Everything's fallen into place. And this is a trade that's definitely on your radar, on your watch list, one, one that you want to be uh, trading. So it starts to pop up. It starts stuffing at that six level. Um, what I mean by that is it, it pops up and potentially over six, but, cu- but then wicks straight back down again, sells straight off. So it can't hold that level. And that level, as you know, by looking at your... Uh, daily chart is um, a significant level. It is a level that you're waiting to see how that stock is going to react to, and that level is um, that that a level that you are um, clear on is uh, a potential overhead resistance level. So if it can't hold that level, the the likelihood it is likelihood is it's going to have a pullback um, to some sort of uh, lower level of support, and then therefore if you can get in. On the pop-up to that uh, overhead resistance level and then cover on the drop down towards the support line um, you then can allow it to make the moves that it wants to make but you can uh, make the profit on the difference so we're looking at this scenario ultimately we want to be in for a thousand shares uh, if and when this gives us everything that we want to see and it's given us the confirmation that we need so I tend to use starter positions. So as it pops up, I am aware that six is a key line and 650 is my what I would call my pivot point. So that's my my ultimate level of risk. So if it pops over six 
and then does find the strength and has another pop and another attempt at testing the top line, my outer line, which is that 650 line, if it holds that line and starts to um, claim that line and look to be trending up from that line, then therefore my trading plan is is now, now no longer valid. I don't want to be short on that stock. I'm, I, I should be getting out and I should be waiting to see how and when it's going to uh, set up uh, at a future time. So um, that's my ultimate level of risk. So if, if I know 6 and 650 are the two key levels, as it pops up to 6 and it's giving me the indications that 6 does look like it's going to um, give it too much of a problem and it is reacting to it and it is failing to claim that level... If on one of those pops and stuffs where it tries and attempts at six, I get my initial starter position. Uh, in this example, I'm going to get 400 shares. Therefore, my entry, quite happy with getting in at six because it's giving me the right kind of pricing action and it's giving me everything that I want to see. My 400 shares at six means that ultimately, if this does have another push and another attempt or another squeeze, my ultimate level of risk is 650. So my 400 shares at six means I've got a 50 cent risk. Therefore, I have a $200 maximum risk associated with that trade. So if I get in for those 400 shares, I'm not quite happy, but then it does have another push. If it, as long as it doesn't claim that 650 line, then my maximum risk on that is $200. Um, and therefore, I'm taking that starter position, knowing that that is my risk level. And because I'm only in for 400 shares, if it does pop up and, and claim that 650 level, then I know to take it off and I'm only going to be sustaining a relatively small loss, um, one that I have already predetermined I am OK with risking. Um, what I'm not going to do is start fighting it, start add, 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 add every time it pops up just to try and chase the pricing action and keep my average as close as I can to where it's going because unfortunately you're not going to win that that fight so therefore that's why you have to have a plan if it's popping up I know if it doesn't hold the 650 line therefore my trading plan is now no longer valid I have to take it off and I'm only going to lose $200 with that 50 cent risk so in this scenario say it does have another pop up and it does start testing that 650 line but it's giving me really clear definitive uh, pricing action where it's stuffing that 650 line, it's popping over and immediately selling off, it can't hold that line, then you're getting that sort of failed follow through where on every little pop up in the test it starts to set you know, lower highs and it's, it's basically failing at that level, every time it pops up it sells off. So therefore if that's happening, I am, I'm, I'm getting more confirmation that that 650 line is going to be the line that's ultimately going to be the overhead resistance point. So therefore, that is still my risk level uh, at 650. If I can get that an entry of my other 600 shares from my original 1,000 share requirement, um, if I can get an, an entry at that 650 level, then my average now is um, 630. So I now have a thousand shares with an average of 630. And because I've added on that confirmation of the pricing action, 650 has to hold firm as my ultimate risk level. So my thousand shares means that I now have a 20 cent risk and therefore I still only have a $200 ultimate risk level. I have scaled in, so I've got a much bigger size than my original 400 shares. I'm now in for a thousand shares but I don't have a 50 cent risk anymore. I only have a 20 cent risk because my average is 630 and I know I've added purely because it's not holding that, that pivot point, that 650 line that I originally uh, designated. 
that's meant that I'm now comfortable with adding at that 650 line and my average is now 630. My risk is the 650 line. If it starts to claim that 650 line, then I'm now um, getting out and I know that I still only have a $200 risk. So that's how you add in your size, but without taking any more risk. So I'm, I'm only adding, you need to be able to ask yourself every single time you either enter in for your uh, starter position or you enter in for your ad where you're adding to your position um, you need to ask yourself before you do it why am I getting in here and what does that mean so and let me give you an, a, another example say you get your 400 shares at that six um, but it doesn't then pop up and test the 650 line it the six line you were right on the first uh uh, entry the six line is going to hold um, you've got your 400 shares because you know you knew that you needed to give it to 650 and therefore you only wanted a uh, $200 risk um, but it, it isn't popping up to to 650 and it's dropping back down below six it's selling off it's dumping out a little bit and every time it pops up uh, towards six it fails to reclaim six and therefore you're getting more confirmation now that the six line is going to uh, potentially hold. So therefore, your risk line is now six. You then add your other 600 shares at, say, 590, because where it's popping up and trying to get back to six is failing. You're getting the confirmation that you that you uh, need. You ask yourself, why am I adding in here at 590? Well, you're adding in because it has failed six. Six looks like it's, uh, it's holding as overhead resistance. Therefore, six is now my risk. I'm adding in at 590 because that's the you know the best point that I can get in as it's popping up and testing that six level. So 600 shares at 590 means you're probably going to have something like a 592, 593 average. Um, now your risk is actually reduced because you've added on the confirmation that six is holding. You now have a thousand shares with like a 592, 593 average. You only have a seven or eight cent risk. Therefore, You've got a thousand shares, you've only got a 70 or 80 dollar risk. So your risk has actually dropped from 200 where it was before to now 70 or 80 dollars because you've had the confirmation that's that's given you the confidence to want to add. And therefore now you're in for a thousand shares, 592, 593 average. There now you're looking for um, it to, to drop and you to start to take profits as and when it's getting to your uh, profit levels where you're looking for it to, to drop down to. So the reason I'm saying this is, you know, that that's you adding in on the confirmation. You're getting your starter position at a level that should it test the outer lines or should it test your ultimate risk level, you're OK with. Um, you're only adding if it's giving you the confirmation that those levels are holding, whichever, whether it's the uh, above level or the below level. Um, and therefore, you're only adding in because you've got that confirmation. And now the likelihood it is, is that it's going to give you exactly what you want to see. And therefore, you're more comfortable with adding in the size. But when you're adding in the size, your risk is either staying where it is or reducing because you're only adding in on the confirmation. Therefore, it's more likely to, to give it to you. And therefore, your risk level is tighter. Um, and what you're not doing is if you're adding in, so you'd say in that ex second example where you ended up with like a 592 average um, because of your ad. What If you've added, ask yourself, why have I added? Well, in that scenario, I've added because six is holding. Therefore, now that 650 line isn't my risk level because I only added in because six was holding. So therefore, my risk is six, not 650. Because if you added in at, uh, you know, on those pops um, the, because six wasn't holding, you've now got a thousand shares. You don't now have the risk at, at 650 because that would give you a, 
you know, a, a 50, um, a 58, uh, potentially 58 cent risk level. So you weren't getting in on that trade um, looking at, at risking $580. You were, you were getting in on that trade looking to risk $200. So the fact that you've added in at six means your risk has to be at six or you've added in just under six. Um, it's the, the first risk point isn't your risk level because you've added. So ask yourself, why did I add? I added because it's done this, therefore now that's my risk. You don't add in and go, oh, well, you know, originally my, my level was 650, so I, I'll need to still give it to 650. Because you added, and you added, you, you should only be adding in on the confirmation, not on, um, well, that was my risk level, therefore I'm going to keep it there. Because if it was your risk level, you wouldn't have got in for a thousand shares to begin with. So that's where you can, um, you know, become unstuck because, you know, you, you might look at it and think, well, that was my risk level. Um, but because it was your risk level before, that's why you only had 400 shares at six, because you didn't want to risk losing more than $200 in this uh, scenario. So if you're adding, ask yourself why um, and how does that affect your trading plan? Um, but on that second scenario, you know, it's giving you the pricing action that you want to see. It's given you the confirmation that's um, meant that you've wanted to add and, and beef up your position size because it's now looking even more likely uh, to give you what you want. And because you've beefed up your position size, your risk level is still uh, strict. Um, it's at the point of which uh, it needs to be for that for that ad. And then you're looking to scale out on the on the drop or if it gives you a quick flush out, uh, then just um, cover the whole lot and, and, and take it off uh, you know, take it off your plate and all risk is, is off the table. So, you know, that's how you're looking at increasing your position size, but but not increasing your risk level. Too many people, I think, will just add in uh, without really factoring in what their ultimate risk is. They might have a general idea, but you need to be relatively specific. I mean, I know in an ideal world, that's how it would work. And sometimes things move faster or... Um, you know, you don't have the time necessarily to work it out. So you do have to have a, a bit of an overview. But you need to, before you go in, you need to be knowing where those levels are. And if you're adding in at X, Y, and Z levels, how does that affect what your average is going to be? And 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 based on where the risk level is, how would that affect ultimately the amount that you may lose if this goes against you and you have to cut it off? The whole point of having risk management in place and an ultimate risk level is you know that should you need to take this off because it's now no, no longer giving you what you want to see, then how much could I lose? And if you don't know that before you go into the trade, don't take the trade. If you're sort of testing it out and, oh, this one's gone against me and it's not really worked out, but I added like four or five times because I was trying to get a better average and then it ended up popping and, and getting away from me and I, I lost, you know, $700 on that one, $1,000 on that one. You know, these things can happen and they can happen quite quickly. So, you need to know where those levels are and have that plan in place before you're uh, you're executing any of your um, your entries into that into that trade. But you know, risk know what what the risk is. If you're if you know that you're on a very rangy stock and this thing could you know easily pop a dollar or two, but still be within the sort of remit of your trading plan, then factor that in. You know, if you only want to lose a couple of hundred dollars, then and it could move two dollars from your initial entry point, then take 100 shares, you know, uh, if it's that kind of a rangy stock, 
then presumably if it could give you a two dollar move but still be with your trading plan then it could, could give you a three four five six dollar gain um, per share so even if you've got a hundred shares you might be risking two hundred dollars but it, it could be because you could make three four five six hundred dollars um if the trade goes the way that uh, that you envisage it going and again if you're sticking to those setups that are much more likely to work then the majority of those uh trades are going to to give you that move so therefore it may be okay to risk a hundred or two hundred dollars based on you know you may get three or four hundred dollars out of it and if you're doing that six seven eight times out of ten then um you know ultimately you're in good shape but as long as your risk is management is in place even when you don't get it right on those two three four times out of ten um it's not going to take away all the profits that you've made so have that risk management management in place know what it is that you may lose if you need to cut this off before you get into the trade and also just uh just to factor in so you're not just looking at the downside look at how much profit is likely to be had so again in that scenario if it's popping up to six and you're getting your entries at six and you you're getting your ads at that level you know where where may it pull back to in order for you to get a decent profit you know if you were risking six and then potentially 650 then you'd want to be able to see that this thing could drop at least sort of 555 and maybe even uh, fade off for the rest of the day down to sort of four. Um, you know, you need to know that there's a good risk reward uh, in place. So you're not just, you know, risking these these fairly sort of uh, bigger amounts. And the likelihood is you're only really going to get 20 or 30 cents uh, of profit out of that particular trade you know that may be the case because you end up locking it in and because it's not giving you the follow-through that you want it's not giving you the the momentum that you want so you may decide just to take the profits there um that's a different story but if you're getting into a stock that's never in a million years likely to give you a good two or three to one uh reward risk um then they're not the trades that you want to be focusing in on anyway because as soon as one goes wrong it's it's going to outstrip the the you know this the average amount of profit that you tend to take on those setups so again it's it's that's that's not having the odds in your favor so make sure there's there's good room in the trade there's plenty of meat on the bone uh, and just ensure that when you are getting in you know what the risk is you've got a handle on it and um, it's an okay level of risk to take and then any ads are only happening because it's giving you the confirmation and what will that ad do to my average? What will that ad do to my risk level? Um, why am I adding in here? Well, if I'm adding in here, that means that my risk level is now here, uh, and therefore that's a good you know, place to be adding in and um, and scaling into this thing because it's giving you all the indications that you need to see, and therefore increasing the amount of profit that you may be able to take should it continue to give you the pricing action uh, that uh, that you need to see. Cool. All right, guys, I hope that's helped. Um, please do message me if you've got any questions at all. Um, I am going to be jumping back onto the YouTube channel and, and putting more videos in. Uh, I've, I've held off doing it because my hair is horrific. I haven't had a hair, haircut for, well, since uh, coronavirus hit. So um, it's uh, horrendous and I won't inflict that on you. So, um, but I will be, I've got, I've got one booked in for, for next week, so I think. So, um, I shall be back on the uh, YouTube channel very shortly and uh, uh, hopefully I'll see you either on there or here or both even. So please do like, share, subscribe and, um, and let me know if there's anything that you want me to cover uh, specifically. Take care guys, see you on the next one.